0: wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix radio show. It is Thursday, February 4th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how are you doing this morning?
1: Good morning, man. I'm doing all right. Um, same old song and dance, a little on the tired side, but it's okay. Should be a real fun show today. So,
0: And the good news is we're on the back stretch of at least this week of shows. It's Thursday today, yes. tomorrow's Friday, the last day. Even though you work Saturday, you get Sunday off. And so, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's always nice looking towards the weekend, even though, you know, it's fun what we do each and every day.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Now, Tony, are you? Do you recall the viral debates over Yanni and Laurel, or the uh, what was it, gold dress versus the purple dress? Hmm. No. Neither. Okay. Neither of those, really. None. Just. Does, does it bring up uh,
1: any nothing clicks on that
0: so uh, the Yanny and Laurel one is an audio clip that uh, some people when they play it they hear the word Yanny other people hear the word Laurel which sound like two completely different words, but at the same time, it's the same audio clip, and it's just dependent on the frequency that people hear it at. The dress one is a picture of a dress that some people see as a gold dress, other people see as a purple dress, and again, it's the same picture, people just see it differently. So with that being said, Tony, this one is a visual one for you. I'm going to pop it up here on the screen. Obviously, you see an avocado. Does that avocado have a pit in it, or does it not have a pit in it?
1: No. Sorry, just based on what I can see, it. Uh, it's hard to see it, like uh, on my screen. There we go. Uh, to me, it looks like uh, there is a pit in it.
0: Okay. Well, this is the newest debate that's uh, raging right now. This avocado looks like it has its signature seed in the middle, but then it doesn't. This optical illusion has divided people on the Internet who are adamant it's one or the other or both. After an Australian woman shared it on a Facebook group, many offered their two cents. Anyone scrolling past the post might not think twice of the image of the green fruit. But once asked the question of seeded or seedless, the confusion begins. Annoyingly, no answer was offered by the poster, so we will have to live without an unofficial ruling.
1: Oh, there you go. Because it does look, it could be either way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's an optical illusion. It's like uh, when you go to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland and they've got those uh, busts that uh, are actually concave. And when you're walking around, it looks like they're following you and it looks like they're 3D. But it's just something that the eyes do to uh, confuse you a little bit. And, of course, that's the case with this avocado here. Uh, One woman edited the picture to add a dark layer. Apparently, the darker image shows that there is, in fact, a seed. But she can't be sure. So back to square one. And, folks, uh, if you are listening to this, I encourage you to head over and watch the video. So that way you can see for yourself. I'm also going to post this on our Facebook page. So that way you can uh, take a look it's tough to tell it could be one way or the other who knows
1: yeah it's uh definitely an interesting optical illusion to say the least
0: absolutely but uh you know those are sort of the fun things that uh the internet is made for not all of the hatred and vitriol that uh you know people experience we just want to have fun debates well you know what's not a fun debate is how fun This show is today. We have a wonderful show lined up for you guys today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day, all right? Monday, Uh one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when, huh? What day? Thursday. (laughs) The third day, okay? It is Thursday, the third day. And as we do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, we've got Florida man today. We have a segment called Don't Drink and Post. Our call-in topic today is hidden features of everyday items. We have a segment called Picky Picky. Tony, you might uh, relate to that one. We round out the day with this day in history. And Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. (laughs) Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, February 4th. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you uh, know for sure whether that avocado has a seed or does not have a seed. Take a look. Let us know. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good
1: morning, everybody. It is Thursday, February 4th, and here is your Filippo Fast Five. <laughs> Toys R Us closes relaunch stores. They only had two of them in America. They came back in Houston and one other location I don't recall seeing, but uh, they've already shut down. They'll remain an online-only store. So Disappointed! Kind
0: of it above. was that
1: small, slim chance of coming back, but... It's not happening. Hey, at least they tried. Police, yeah, they they gave it a shot. Police arrest six people who changed Hollywood sign to read Hollyboob. So that was a <laughs> fun one. <laughs> Morgan Wallen's record label, Big Loud Records, is a, has suspended him indefinitely after he was caught on video using the N word. He's also being taken off uh, airwaves and everything. And I'm not familiar with his work. He's a country singer, but uh, yeah, his career's. Uh, Well, he did himself no favors. Toast for now, at least. (laughs) Toast, yeah. Former Ant-Man director Edgar Wright and Marvel's Kevin Feige have made amends, so who knows, they might be able to work together again down the line.
0: That would be fun.
1: And the Justice League Snyder Cut has been rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America. And that's the Fast Five. Let's get into the news. And today's news, we start out with... The big game, Super Bowl 55. Um, it's not only a massive event for sports fans, <clears throat> but it's also a hot spot for promotion as companies spend millions of dollars on ads to run during the game. Um, a reported 113.4 million viewers tuned in last year to watch the Chiefs Uh, come from behind to beat the San Francisco 49ers, and that also means there was 113.4 million eyes locked in on potential new products to be consumed. Movie studios typically pay bucks to run TV spots of their upcoming films, which no exception last year when No Time to Die, Mulan, Black Widow, Fast Furious 9 were tentpole releases that secured a 30-second spot. All of those films are scheduled to open later this year. Um, But as the big game draws near this Sunday, don't expect to see a whole lot. The lack of ads are just limited, isn't limited to big studios. Apple TV, HBO Max, Netflix, and Peacock aren't expected to make much of a splash during the game either. It appears that brands fell like spending an estimated $5.5 million for a 30-second spot is not really worth it this year, despite that. Being a very off year even for sports, so the cost for a spot this year is slightly down to five point six billion during last year's. Game. <laughs> oh, that's it.
0: We should we should put that's out a it, spot you know? for uh, this show, Tony.
1: <laughs> we should really do it. Let's go ahead and let's finance everything right. for a thirty-second spot. <laughs> Could go- you imagine if we showed up on the Super Bowl and they're like, "What is that?"
0: <laughs> we're gonna mortgage the house. We're gonna. Yeah. We're just the gonna show line. up. Keep our fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, and, and we'll totally make all that back, for sure. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers and Sony typically go on the ads, but don't expect much other than uh, a look at Loki and Falcon. Oh, sorry, Loki, the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, and Raya and the Last Dragon, and uh, maybe a Black Widow trailer. But other than that, Coming to America 2 uh, will have a trailer, but that's about it. So, yeah, I know you and I like watching not only for the game as we're big uh, football fans, but uh, it's always cool to see the trailers, especially when you've heard about a movie coming and then you finally see that first snippet, just that little teaser, (laughs) always fun to see. and. Uh, just uh, this year it's going to be a little different that you're not going to get to see that.
0: Yeah, you know, we may see a few. uh, I heard that there's other advertisers that are pulling out as well. The one that really sort of struck me as odd was Pepsi mentioned that they're not going to be advertising, but they're doing the entire halftime show. So, you know, are they just jumping on the bandwagon saying, oh, we're we're not advertising? However, we are sponsoring halftime with The Weekend. There's no E in the end. Yeah, well, and that's weird because
1: they got Crystal Pepsi coming back this year. It's surprising they're not going to do a uh, just a tease. So, oh well. But nonetheless, you know what's crazy is the 5.5 or 5.6 million dollars for a 30-second ad. Like, it's it's crazy that companies could spend that kind of money.
0: Well, not only that, but like uh, last season, we had uh, the Tide ads that rolled through a bunch of the different commercial breaks. They had yeah. to spend that five point six million for each individual ad. They're just dumping a ton of money on Super Bowl ads. Now they are memorable, they're fun to go back and look at, but at the same time it's that's a huge chunk of change.
1: Oh yeah. It's a lot of money. I mean it's money uh I can't even fathom spending, you know. So I mean It seems to me but, an
0: insurmountable amount of money.
1: Yeah. Yep. Ooh. You have no doubt on that. Um so after after the big Super Bowl is done, then what do you look forward to? Golden Globes? Eh, I never really watch them. Do you? Eh,
0: no. They used to be better, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I don't like the award shows anymore. They're long and boring.
1: Yeah, they are long and boring, and I'm not going to make this long and boring, but I am just going to highlight a few things. Uh, they were announced, uh, best motion picture this year, which is kind of crazy because in a year where there's really no movies um, – in the And what I don't like is Golden Globes is, they break it down by category. So you could have the best motion picture drama and then best motion picture comedy action and stuff. Well, like,
0: it's and, cool that they get them, but. And the other thing that's really dumb about it is if somebody's not considered for the best picture drama, what they'll do is they'll try and shoehorn themselves into best picture comedy even if they're not really a comedy it's uh it's all petitioning and it's a whole bunch of money being spent by the studios just to say that they've got a golden globe winner
1: yeah check this out so your best motion picture for a musical or comedy borat subsequent movie film (laughs) that's actually up for best picture how awful
0: What else there's is on a, the list
1: Yesterday's There's yesterday's uh, I didn't even think about For worst sequels That one was really bad That was pretty bad yeah. uh, Hamilton Music Palm Springs And The Prom Palm Springs is the only one I've heard with Andy Samberg That was uh, I liked
0: that movie That was a lot of fun It was yeah. sort of like Groundhog Day Which we talked about Just a couple days ago But uh, yeah That was a good one now, What about drama what, uh, what Golden Globe Or what movies were nominated For uh, Best Picture Drama
1: the father mank nomad land promising young woman the trial of chicago 7
0: the promising young woman's the only one that i've heard of out of those
1: yeah and then when you look like best performance of an actor in motion picture drama you have you have some heavy hitters in there you got chadwick Boseman, anthony hopkins gary oldman then you got some lesser known names riz ahmed and tahir rahim I would think that uh, Chadwick would probably take that one. Probably. On...
0: Riz Ahmed's a great actor. He was in Rogue One. He was the bad guy in Venom. Um, very good actor, but I don't know what he's being nominated for. So,
1: um, The Sound of Metal.
0: Oh, the Sound of Oh, actually, that looked really good. Uh, he plays a drummer in that one.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you got nominated for it. Cool. See, you're good. You you give that insight, because like, I had no idea who that was. So. <laughs> um. And then when you look at, uh, like, best performance of, a, uh, of an actress in a motion picture musical or comedy, you have Maria Bakalova, which that was her very first movie, for Borat, Kate Hudson, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Rosamund Pike, and Anna Taylor-Joy for Emma. Hmm. It wasn't for New Mutants, surprisingly.
0: Right. Um, now, those are the movies. Golden Globes cover both movies and television. Uh, any on best uh, TV series, drama, and comedy? What the list is there?
1: Yeah, for. Let's see if they broke it down in there. They have screenplays, best original score. Andy Sandberg's nominated. Uh, let's
0: see. Yeah, it's usually past the movie Best, section. There
1: you go. Best television series, musical or comedy. Emily in Paris from Netflix. The Flight Attendant from HBO Max. Okay. The Great on Hulu. Schitt's Creek on Pop TV. Ted Lasso, Apple TV.
0: Oh, Ted Lasso. Hands down, should be the winner on that.
1: Yeah. And what, what about what drama? What cool is, like, Kelly Cuoco, she got nominated for Flight Attendant. Uh, let's see... Um, Jason Sudeikis, nominated uh, for Best Actor as Ted Lasso. Awesome. He's up against Don Cheadle in Black Monday, The Beast, Nicholas Holt in The Great, Eugene Levy in Schitt's Creek, and Rami Youssef from Rami.
0: Uh, so. Unfortunately, uh, Eugene Levy's probably going to take that one because Schitt's Creek is over with now and they like to give awards to people at the end of a series run.
1: At the end of a run, right. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then what do yeah. you have down there for uh, best TV series drama?
1: Best TV series drama. Let me scroll down here. Let's see. This makes for great listening on the uh, radio. <laughs> scrolling, uh, scrolling. Scrolling. Best television series drama the crown on Netflix Lovecraft country on HBO the Mandalorian Disney plus Ozark on Netflix and Ratchet on Netflix
0: well I'd love it to be the Mandalorian it probably won't get it because it's a genre uh, type program Ratchet is actually very good as well
1: that's good I think I've the only one I've heard other than uh, the Mandalorian is I've heard of the crown and Ozark
0: i yeah, I tried fantastic. to watch The
1: Ozarks and it was really good, but I just never finished it.
0: Yeah.
1: So, but I can put up the complete list if you guys are interested in seeing it cuz there's a lot. Like Jason Bateman's up uh, for best actor in a drama series, Al Pacino, uh, Matthew Reese. Yeah. Wow. So there's a lot of stuff in there. So I'll put that up. Uh, I'll put it up on the break. You guys can look at that.
0: Sounds good. Um,
1: and that ate up a real good chunk of time, which is fine because then I'll just push most of the other stories tomorrow. There That's you go. less head hunting for sh- for news. Uh, but I'll finish up with a uh, entertainment uh, for uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier as Don Cheadle confirmed that his fan favorite MCU character James Rhodey Rhodes will show up in the upcoming Disney Plus series The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The Academy, the Academy Award-nominated actor said during an interview with BroBible's post-credit podcast where he dished details of some of Marvel's upcoming projects bound for Disney Plus. He said, That's some of the fun of the MCU. That's all we get to... Show up in each other's stories, and there's always ways that we're cross-platforming these characters, and they become storylines, sometimes in the movies, and then these storylines in the movies become storylines in the shows. Um, It's really fun and interesting, and by all imagination, completely open-ended, this can go anywhere. It's great. I can't wait to get in the room with the writers and figure out how all those things connecting Armor Wars to the MCU happen. You know, Rhodey shows up in the Winter Soldier and Falcon shows, so it can be a lot. So... That'll be cool. You're supposed to say that, but nonetheless, you dropped it. And a little shameless plug: The Falcon Winter Soldier lands on Disney Plus Friday, March 19th 2021. And that's the entertainment portion. Now, before we dance on to the birthdays, we do have. Uh, I give you guys a Super Bowl fact every day. Um, so um, we already mentioned that uh, this it kind of got mentioned earlier in the Super Bowl thing. So I'll give you two of them. Uh, the average cost of a ticket, uh, or the lowest price of a Super Bowl 55 ticket on the resale market, $8,613. Ooh. So Ouch. if you want to go watch your teams in person, it's not going to cost you very much.
0: <laughs> Almost as much as a commercial. Uh,
1: and and this is the first time in 37 years when Budweiser will not air an ad during the Super Bowl.
0: No That's Clydesdale. crazy.
1: So no Clydesdales. And they join Coke, Hyundai, and Pepsi. And that... Was your basics? Here's your birthdays. It's my birthday! Oh yeah! We're not worthy! We're not worthy! Shock rock singer and performer who released the hit School's Out in 18 gained fame for the album Billion Dollar Babies in 1973. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2011 from Milwaukee. Mr. Alice Cooper is 73. He's no longer 18. Nope. Far far from that. Starred as Alpha Alpha in the 1994 movie The Little Rascals. Later in life, he appeared in such hits as Get a Clue and, well, that's about it. Get a Clue with (laughs) Lindsay Lohan. But, hey, he still got his card to the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Bug Hall is 36. New York Giants linebacker known as LT who is considered to be one of the greatest linebackers ever he's a two-time Super Bowl champion 10-time Pro Bowl selection 1986 most valuable player and he once defeated wrestler Bam Bam Bigelow at Wrestlemania 11 he is Lawrence Taylor and he is 62 and super macho man and bald bull have got nothing on this cat legendary boxer known as the golden boy completed a record of 39 and 6 and won a medal at the 92 Olympics in Barcelona he defeated 17 world champions over the course of his career. Oscar De La Hoya is 48. And that's your celebrity news, your celebrity birthdays, and your Super Bowl facts. This ran long. See you after the break.
0: <laughs> well, folks, that does do it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happened down there. Yes, it's time for Florida Man. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you after these messages. After these messages, <laughs> we'll be right back Now back to the show. Indeed, this is the Christian Phoenix radio show. It is Thursday, February 4th. Now, we're all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at Facebook.com forward slash Tony.SanFilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on instagram at tony dot 81 now being that it's thursday and as we like to do on thursdays explore america's penis and the very strange things that happen down there yes it's time for florida man oh
1: good for you oh time for florida man <clears throat> one of my favorite segments your favorite segments and uh a lot of people's favorite segments uh but here we go. We're going to start with the crazies. We're going down to Cape Coral, Florida. Coral! That's right. Florida man is accused of slugging an empire, an, an empire, an, an umpire um. at a softball game. Cape Coral Police arrested Aaron Charles Dvorak on a charge of battery on a person 65 years or older on Monday night at a Northwest sports complex. Dvorak got in the face of an umpire to argue a call. He punched the umpire in the face, causing an injury to the victim's lift. He was ejected from the game, and police arrested him. Oh, he's doing hard time down in... I just wanted to squeeze that in one more time. Way to go, a-hole! Yeah, fancy him. What a nice guy. Uh, Let's go on down to Crestview, Florida, as a Florida man was arrested for destroying a liquor store. Under construction told police he was Alice in Wonderland and that a hookah-smoking caterpillar ordered him to attack the site. Okay. Who are you? <laughs> Crestview police said in a post on Facebook that Matthew Horace Jones is accused of breaking into a fenced-in area using a forklift to cause more than a $100,000 in damage. He faces grand theft felony and other charges. Witnesses called 911 and police went to the site. The police report says Jones aimed the forklift towards officers who stopped him at gunpoint. Police quoted Jones as identifying himself as Alice in Wonderland. He blamed the attack on a hookah-smoking caterpillar and saying that he had a problem with building a place to sell alcohol. Uh, no lawyer has uh, taken the gig to help him out. <laughs> has the planet gone mad? Oh, my God. He's eating me a smoky caterpillar. This little purple guy. His name's Muncher. <laughs> Did- he's, not, he's
0: just purple. He's not blue. Did he tell the police to eat me?
1: Oh, I know, right? No, it didn't say no, that. He no. just threatened with a forklift. Ooh. Oh, man. We're going to Sewanee County, Florida, as Florida man who thought he could hide from deputies by diving underwater was quickly taken into custody when he had to come up for air. Uh, deputies said that on Wednesday they received word from Baker County that 36-year-old Christopher Booth, was wanted on warrants related to selling methamphetamines. Ooh, <laughs> surprise. Right. <laughs> when authorities went to the solar plant where Booth was working, he ran away to avoid being arrested. Now we can only assume that Mr. Booth has seen one too many action movies and thought he could hide from the canine teams from Sewanee and Mayo counties by hiding under the water in the pond. Both was taken into custody the minute he came up for breath. He was arrested on two warrants and an additional charge of resisting arrests.
0: Stupid is stupid does surf.
1: Yeah. Well, and brave on him. Like, I wouldn't just jump into a swamp in Florida.
0: No. Make make sure. No, oh, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> it's Florida, man. Alligators. There's gators and stuff. Heck no. Snakes? No, thank you. Oh man. A man in South Central Florida wanted to prove to his mom that he could take care of himself. But baby boy proved he couldn't because He earned a trip to jail. Marion County sheriffs arrested 23-year-old Hassan Alexander Campbell on charges of attempted robbery, battery, and fleeing and eluding police last week. Detectives said he tried to rob a Circle K. The plan fell apart when the clerk refused to hand over the money. A store customer also confronted and fought with Campbell inside the store. Campbell took off in his car and and sped down I-75. Ultimately, authorities used stop sticks to stop him. Campbell initially told investigators he wanted to go to a strip club with a relative. Then he said he was trying to figure himself out and prove to his mom that he was independent and could take care of himself. Okay, buddy. Oh, good for you. I can tell you when I go to Florida in a few weeks, I will I, go figure myself out, but I am not doing that. So you are going to read about me in some crazy oh, story. Talk That's about for sure.
0: irony if uh, you were uh, a subject of a Florida man story.
1: I was just trying to figure myself out. I do Florida man stories on Thursday. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm trying to be a man here. Oh, Let's go down to Castleberry, Florida. A Florida man is behind bars after robbing a store disguised as Spider-Man. Deputies said a man showed up masked to a Winn-Dixie wine and spirits store in Castleberry. Um, He leaves, but then he returns. This time, he's wearing a Spider-Man mask. Police say Edward Wilburn stole nearly $150 in liquor and $420 in Newport cigarettes. Wilburn was arrested back in January. Now he's a repeat offender. And... He's on his way to jail. Sorry, Spidey. Isn't that weird? Yes. It would have been funny if his name was Peter, right? but it was not. It was Wilbur. Wilbur of all people. Boy, he really likes uh, to smoke, A Florida, Florida man tries to trade an alligator down in Miami, so that's where we're heading. A Florida man walked into a convenience store with a live alligator and tried to trade it for a 12-pack of beer, uh, according to wildlife authorities who cited him with illegally capturing the animal. Florida man walks in, says, here's a gator. Can I get a 12-pack of beer? It's unclear why the man thought the clerk at the Santa Ana Market in Miami would accept a four-foot reptile as payment. Florida Fish, Wildlife, and Commission spokesman George Pino said on Tuesday, I think that anybody who would convince this scheme is not thinking properly. The clerk called authorities and would-be customer Fernando um aguilera was cited on december 10th with possessing illegally taking and attempting to sell the alligator which he said he caught in a park each of the three misdemeanor charges carries a penalty of up to six months in jail and a fine up to 500 dollars the alligator was unharmed released back into the wild and aguilera did not get his liquor oh poor aguilera (laughs) call this man Dr. Love, because we're going down to Tampa, Florida. Florida man who made headlines after impersonating a doctor as a teenager and stealing from a patient and landed behind bars again. Um, Malachi Robinson, known as Dr. Love, was arrested for fraud and grand theft on Thursday. He was released from jail on Thursday night, according to the news station... Dr. Love had been working for a shipping broker and is accused of defrauding clients out of $10,000. Delray Beach Police said he had clients send money to his personal account instead of the company's. He since apologized to the business owner. Because that makes everything better. In 2016, Um, Love Robinson was thrust into the national spotlight after he stole more than $34,000 from an 86-year-old patient to pay off auto and credit card loans. He he illegally practiced medicine out of an office in West Palm Beach and even treated an undercover officer. He was arrested again after trying to buy a Jaguar with the help of an elderly cosigner without their knowledge. In 2018, he pleaded guilty to charges that included fraud, grand theft, and practicing medicine without a license. He was released from prison after 21 months. Now he's insisted he never post as a medical doctor calling himself a physician. Oh, Dr. Love and Florida man, you guys never disappoint. It's
0: all part of the plan.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. I don't know. You want one more? Uh, no, I think that's good for today. We can save I, those I thought for next so. week. I saw the time.
0: I got one more if you need it. Well, folks. uh, Yeah,
1: that's it. I love it. Love the segment.
0: That does do it for Florida, man. It never, never, never disappoints. Well, when we come back, we've got a segment called Don't Drink and Post, Don't Go Anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks, to the final segment of the first hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on this Thursday, February 4th. But don't fret, there is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including the interactive portion of the show where we're asking you guys for hidden features of everyday items. Now, if you missed a portion of this show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows... It's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, iHeart, TuneIn, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of sharing, you know, the Internet is great for sharing things that happen in your everyday life obviously connecting with long-lost friends and relatives or in this case sharing posts when you are uh well for lack of a better term s-faced because you are drunk so in this segment that we've titled don't drink and post we're going to be running down some great online posts that people did well after drinking tony uh before we get into that uh Can you recall a time where you've gotten drunk and maybe posted something stupid online? Oh, you are still on mute. (laughs)
1: There it goes. There he is. Well, the soundbite didn't work anyways. uh, Well, it's funny because you didn't react to the soundbite. Oh, okay, I'm not on. Um, Yeah, not a post like I never do... uh, like i actually type anything it's usually a picture or something stupid okay. i have done that before in my drunken days i'm sure uh if i go back to the day of that bull beach show in las vegas i'm sure there's many stupid posts that throughout that day i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> i haven't gone back in the wayback machine to uh go experience that from 2013
0: now, if I recall, uh, the phone got either dropped in the water or was it completely destroyed? Were you able to back it up? Uh, were you able to get all your stuff off of it? No.
1: No, I never got the phone. I lost it.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Well. That's
1: right. If, we left Vegas without that phone. If
0: anybody is out there and happened to find Tony's phone, we would love to see the pictures that transpired that night but uh, this
1: is how old that is it's an iPhone 5 it was in an orange uh, it was an orange uh, otter box
0: (laughs) ah the good old days well let's run through some drunken posts that uh, you know people love to share and we love to share with you so let's start with this one from local pyro writes a post on Twitter why does wine taste like S shortly after a follow-up to that I'm gonna go run through the uh, woods naked now well, apparently it didn't taste so much okay. like S because uh, they enjoyed enough of it to uh, go streaking. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're going streaking down the quad.
0: <laughs> let's move on with Don't Drink and Post. Oh, yeah. This from user KJ, that's the way it's written out, says, let's not forget when... So and so drank my grandma's olive oil, thinking it was alcohol, and was flexing it in S. And there's a whole bunch of pictures of uh, him holding the olive oil bottle and and you know posing. And it's it's just olive oil, not alcohol. Didn't get you drunk.
1: No, oh, wow. It's Brittany, bitch.
0: Probably yeah. loosened up those bowels a little bit. That's all.
1: Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got
0: really I got
1: really drunk off this stuff, man. It's just it's uh, powerful, man. It's a little oily. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it really helps.
0: Did somebody say virgin?
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are more stoner jokes than they would be uh, alcohol. Probably.
0: You know. Well, let's like, keep how, moving.
1: Oh, yeah, I love you, man. I uh, want to hug you. I love you. And you're the best. And... <laughs> yeah, how are you?
0: <laughs> let's keep moving with uh, don't drink and post. Oh, yeah. This post says, so my brother's pissed up, which in... Britain, means drunk, and lost on his way home. Mom asked him if he's around anything he recognizes. He replies, the moon. Yeah, that's that's... helpful.
1: I mean, you got to know your surroundings. Where are you at? Uh, There's a moon. It's cold. (laughs) And there's this guy talking to me. Oh, what's his name, honey? Well, his name is... My name is Jeff. And he just keeps pointing up to the moon. And I'm like, what's your name again? My name is Jeff. Okay.
0: Yeah, not, not a landmark like a Circle K or a street name. No, the moon. Just the moon. All it's
1: right. that'd probably good. He, he might have been the guy from Florida. Oh, uh, well, no, he's in Britain. So probably not that guy from the Circle K.
0: Nope. Nope. Somebody completely different. Made you a gator, man, for
1: your 12 pick.
0: Right. All right. Let's keep rolling. Don't drink and post. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this from user All D's Nuts. I already like it. <laughs> <laughs> D's Nuts! woke up this morning with a cup of water and a note next to my bed saying for hung over me i took a sip and it was vodka drunk me is such a douche yeah hair of the dog i mean (laughs) i
1: I like to call when i do if i ever get drunk which is very very rare but these days when that guy comes out yeah i I like to call that alter ego the amazing anthony because the stories I hear about uh, what I do when I'm that drunk are um, embarrassing, legendary, and uh, did I mention embarrassing?
0: Yeah, embarrassing. The amazing Anthony is quite the ladies man as well.:
1: yeah, man. <laughs> he has no problem talking to the ladies, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: it's
1: like Razesh, uh from uh, Big Bang.
0: Yes, yeah, talk,
1: very talkative, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, let's keep rolling with don't drink and post. Oh yeah. This from Scientific says my uncle and aunt were arguing over who had to drive home. Then we heard my aunt say, babe, look, and she started chugging a bottle of wine. Well, that's one way to uh, put a stamp on the fact that she's not driving home. The uncle mm-hmm. uh, most definitely would have to uh, at that point.
1: Yeah. Get in my belly! Go, 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 Come go, on. go, 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 go. Oh, headache. Dude, you cannot chug wine, man. That wine will mess you Ooh, up. Yeah, Woo. yeah,
0: I, I it,
1: it creates the headache bad.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I enjoy wine. I, I typically have a glass of wine with dinner uh, when I can. But, uh, yeah, you can't have too much because it'll dehydrate you and it'll give you the worst hangover ever.
1: <laughs> I just pictured you right now, like, with a little... Uh, fancy wine glass between your fingers swirling it with a big ass cigar <laughs> tomorrow on the christian phoenix show
0: do you have a camera in the house somewhere that's, that's <laughs> exactly what i look like <laughs> at night.
1: yeah i it down on a big old one like arnold
0: <laughs> my stogie
1: is <laughs> my stogie right here you back to off all right
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right let's keep moving on don't drink and post oh yeah <laughs> This person, uh, picture accompanying it says, my roommate got drunk and did this to our fridge, and I'm not even mad. And it's a picture of the fridge door open. All of the condiments have googly eyes on them. It's quite adorable and pretty ingenious, especially when you are drunk.
1: Yeah. The fact that they could even have the uh, hand-eye coordination or thought to do it. It's amazing. Um, our friend Jenny, she's got, I don't know if, I'm going to have to ask her. They have googly eyes all over their house, like just on pictures. I don't know if that's just something sober. Maybe that was a drunk fun thing between her and her roommate. I don't know.
0: That would be fun to uh, find out but, and, and yeah, record. it is funny
1: because googly eyes do make things funny. I love googly, googly eyes.
0: Really <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, moving on, Tony, when you drink, do you ever get... Philosophical, or uh, you know, come up with just brilliant, or at least what you think in the time are brilliant ideas.
1: Of course, all the time. You know, this is why I don't do it because those ideas are not good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, in this one, user Lindsey Moths Wraith. Boy, that's a hard one to say. What a name. Throwback to that time I composed a magnet poem about werewolves, and it was the deepest S I ever wrote. You know those uh, magnetic words that you can sort of rearrange on a fridge? Well, here is her poem. Moon drunk monster, beautiful and strange. Howl your melancholy question, and tell me which you dread more, the echo or the answer. Boy, that is profound. And actually, it's a pretty good poem for uh, somebody who's drunk. That's not
1: bad for being drunk. I was expecting it to be... Werewolves in London. Ow. <laughs> 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 something, something like that.
0: Let's keep rolling. With don't drink and post. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tony, have you ever made a purchase while you were drunk and then uh, didn't quite realize it until later?
1: Yep, I bought the, I bought a Nintendo Switch game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was it at least a good one?
1: Uh, well, yeah, it was. It was uh, Hyrule Warriors. The um, the the latest one, whatever the second the one Zelda. is. But
0: okay,
1: yeah, no, we, I was with my uncle. Was after a couple of rounds of margaritas. They uh, margaritas led to this. My uncle, he bought a switch and like five games because he's like, yeah, the Nintendo Switch. That's you love it. That's awesome. I'm gonna buy it. So he he spent bought the switch five games. I bought High Ruled Warriors, and I, and the only sober one was his uh, wife. She drove and we went. Got Nintendo Switch things, so yeah, you buy <laughs> buy stuff when you're drunk. Now, anything stupid that I regret, um, I'm sure there is. I, I have like some T-shirts that I'm like, ooh, why did I buy that?
0: <laughs> well, at least this isn't you. This is user Peyton Haig. says five dollars a week has been coming out of my bank for months, and I only just realized I adopted a kangaroo named Poppy on New Year's Eve while I was destroyed. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, it is an honorary uh, adoption and not a uh, kangaroo that's going to be showing yeah. up in the store.
1: Take you my kangaroo, Poppy. He will kick you in the
0: gun. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the first hour. We're headed into our long break. Go ahead and grab a cup of tea, take a potty break, listen to the news, and join us back here in about seven minutes as we get into our interactive portion of the show when we're talking hidden features of everyday items. We'll see you guys in seven. Seven. F- it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Lip Biscuit did to music in the late 90s. Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Goes the last DJ. See it. Yes. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this witness. Welcome back everybody to the second hour. Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, February 4th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, you ready for this fast second hour?
1: Ready for the fast second hour. Today's uh, went by really quick as well. Kind of like uh, Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays went by fast.
0: Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's strange how, uh, you know, obviously time is... All relative in the fact that, uh, you know, things feel like they go faster or slower, whatever it may be. But uh, the measurement of time is exactly the same. So it's, uh, you know, like they say, time flies when you're having fun. And it just goes to show that we're having fun.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it's a good show so far. Good interaction. Um, got a couple of people lined up to talk about uh, our next segment. So that's good. We'll have a few in the can for that. So uh This should be a nice little segment
0: here. Well, speaking of nice little segment and nice little segues, we are into the interactive portion of the show. This is where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and the watchers, about our topic of the day, which is why we give it to you 24 hours in advance. And we ask that you call the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. Let us know what your answer is, what your thought is, what your suggestion is based on whatever the topic of the day is. Now, you can also head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video and comment there with your pick. Today's topic is hidden features of everyday items. Now, uh, on the surface, it sounds like, okay, what are you talking about? We're talking about uh, little things, things you come across every day, or maybe products that uh, either you're not using correctly or do things that you didn't expect them to do. For instance... Jesse this morning gave me a brilliant one that uh, a lot of people don't realize that soda cans you know the 12 ounce uh, aluminum cans when you pop the tab open you can actually flip that tab around and it's meant to hold a straw and so that way your straw doesn't go flying and flinging around you stick a straw in there and it holds it nice and firm so that way you can drink out of it that's a hidden feature of an everyday item. Now, uh, Tony, given it some thought, uh, anything come to mind of a hidden feature of an everyday item that uh, you've come across?
1: The only one I can think of, uh, and I may have used this way in the early iteration of this show, is uh, in your uh, vehicle. If you're ever curious, especially when I travel and I rent a car, uh, one of the big things for me is, well, which side is the gas tank? And if you don't know, and, and I learned this years and years ago, but uh, it took me like i didn't know it as a teenager or anything like that but wherever the little arrow is next to the gas tank icon is where what side your tank's on so if you're ever confused unless you go to costco it can work on both sides it really not matter <laughs> but your average uh, gas station the hoses don't go that far so if you're ever curious um just look at the little arrow and uh, next to your little gas icon and if uh, whatever side's pointing that's the side of your gas tank
0: Yeah, and I've done that before where you can't remember, so you open your door, you look out to see if it's on the driver's side. If it's not there, it's on the passenger side. And I've even done that where I thought it wasn't on the passenger side, pulled up, uh, sorry, on the driver's side, and it actually was. So that little arrow is helpful. And then you mentioned Costco, which a lot of people don't realize. You know, Costco gas, if you've ever been to a Costco gas station, it is usually packed to the brim, especially if you're going around rush hour. And people just waiting and waiting. Of course, they're waiting in the line where whichever side their gas tank is on. Well, Costco has those extendable hoses. So even if your gas tank is on the other side, the the filling part, you can still pull up to one and just yank that on over and fill it up from there. And that way you're not holding it up for the rest of us.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And if you're smart enough while everybody else is standing, cut them off and just go right in there.
0: Oh, I've done that. You know, I
1: do it too. I'm like, well, and especially in Reno, there's always like the, the super long lines, but then there's like two pumps not being used. And I'm like, <laughs> and whoop,
0: Then
1: you get the looks, but who cares? Some of the Costco's. It's not, it's not your fault. They're not. Uh,
0: exactly. Right. Some of them have put up little indicators that show you when a spot uh, is open or being filled by a car. Uh, A little green gas tank or a little red with a a line through it. So uh, that way, if you're way back in the line and you see a green up on there, well, just go around.
1: Yeah, That's the Sparks one, right?
0: Uh, It's actually both of ours.
1: They do that? Yeah. Okay. Ours doesn't have those, but uh, I could have swore I saw that at Sparks. And I was like, huh, that's different.
0: All right. Well, folks, that's what we're talking about is hidden features of everyday items. We want to hear from you now. So uh, go ahead and chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Again, click into the live video and comment there. When we come back, it is all about you guys. We want to hear about your hidden features of everyday items. So don't go anywhere. Join us back in a couple minutes and we'll see you on the other side. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, February 4th. We are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, about our topic of the day. Now, if you want to chime into today's topic, which is the hidden features of everyday items, head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video and comment there with your pick for a hidden. Uh, feature of an everyday item now tony you mentioned uh, you've had some good interaction on your side Uh, what are people chiming in with of their hidden features of everyday items
1: all right uh my friend jamie she chimed in and said um working in restaurants um she learned that the 57 on a ketchup bottle is where to show you where to hit the bottle And the ketchup comes out easily versus hitting it on the bottom. Because, you know, you take the glass. I've always hit it on the bottom. Right. Apparently, just hit it at the 57. Knocks it right out. So... (laughs) Uh, good to know. Cause I always get annoyed when they bring the glass bottle and I'm like, Ugh.
0: I know. And it's, it never comes out and it comes out, uh, in giant globs when you're not expecting it. Uh, just a quick yeah. side story, uh, was at a diner with my parents. My mom was sitting next to me, had one of those glass bottles. Apparently the cap wasn't on all the way and I was shaking it up and, uh, looking over to the other side. And of course the cap popped off, ketchup everywhere, all over my mom. And, uh, Apparently didn't need the 57 on the bottle for that one.
1: <laughs> oh no! Was she ticked?
0: No, no, it was an accident. Yeah, you know, we got it cleaned that's up. That's
1: pretty funny. That's pretty funny, though. Um, she also said that she just recently discovered that you can hide photos and videos in your phone. So if someone has your phone and they're just flipping through your pictures, they're not going to see your private ones, which is a pretty cool feature. No more panicking about what's in your phone.
0: <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yeah, there is a hidden photos feature that uh, you can go through and turn on, turn off. Of course, if people know where it's at and they go searching for it, they can find it. But at least it's that one extra level of security.
1: Yeah, there's nothing worse. Like if you're showing your boss, like if you have to take a picture or something and then you're scrolling and all of a sudden there's like 5,000 selfies. You're like, Right. You
0: know, or boobs, Sorry. or D. Sorry.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, you never know what's on people's phones these days, you know. These kids. Um, of course, uh, Mike and Lacey also have some. Um, they have uh, they have these baby spoons that change the color of food when it's too hot. So uh, it looks like an ordinary spoon, but if the food's a little too warm, it'll just kind of change. So.
0: Oh, that's a brilliant that's, idea.
1: Yeah. So they know not to give it to little Landers. They're like, nope, we'll just wait till that turns blue again, and then that's good. So it's a useful feature. I don't know if it was designed to do that, but that particular one does. And then they also have a rubber duck that has a too hot indicator on the bottom to tell you if the bath water is too hot. So yeah, you just let the little duck float. Okay, we're good. So
0: I knew a kid growing up that uh, his legs were all uh, the skin was all mangled because his parents stuck him into a hot bath, and obviously it was way too hot without checking, and uh, gave him serious burns on his legs. So uh, you know, little things like that are are fantastic to have, especially with little kids.
1: Absolutely, and that's uh, that's all I got on um, the basic stuff. Let me see. Yeah, we, we, we got that. Um, nope, nothing on the uh, Phoenix page for me, so uh, that's all I got.
0: Well, there is still time, folks, if you do want to chime in. And, uh, you know, maybe something we're talking about triggers something in your head. You can always pop on at the Facebook page at Christian Phoenix Radio. Uh, just click into the live video comment there. But uh, as always, I've got a list to back things up, so we'll run down those while we're waiting for you guys. For instance, uh, Tony, what is your... Love-hate relationship with uh, peeling an orange.
1: Um, my big thing I don't like about it is when you're peeling it, um, you get the orange coloring under your hands and fingernails, so then they're all yellow and orangey. Well, here's really big, and they don't always peel so nicely either. Exactly, pulp after it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, here's one way to avoid both of those. Peeling an orange doesn't have to be hard and messy if you cut. Off the top and the bottom, and then make a cut on just one side, it will actually unroll in a nice little line of orange segments. And there's a picture here that, uh, you know, it almost looks like the bandolier belt uh, on Chewbacca. And it's just unrolled, and all the little segments are there for you to eat. And a brilliant way to do it without getting all the, you know, stuff under your fingernails or, you know, even trying to get it started is just a pain in the ass.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, next time I do an orange, that's what I'm going to do. That's that's genius.
0: Right? And that's yeah. why we do segments like this, is to help you guys out, give you a little life hacks for every day. All right. Uh, Tony, um, heating meals in the microwave. What is your sort of go-to on how you do that?
1: Um, I usually just go until it's warm. Unless I'm making a meal that's suggesting it needs to be in here X amount of time. But even then, you still have to check because every microwave is different and just depends. Yeah. So
0: For me, if I'm reheating meat like chicken or beef, I'll put some um, saran wrap or some cellophane over the top of it. And that way, when it cooks, it keeps the moisture in. But here's an interesting one. When heating up food in the microwave, make sure to create a small hole in the middle. This way, the heat will distribute evenly and your meal will all be the same temperature. So if you've got like a bowl of spaghetti, kind of make it look like a donut. Leave a little section in the middle so that you've got a ring around the sides. And apparently that will heat it more evenly as opposed to being ice cold in the middle.
1: Yeah, that makes sense because there's nothing worse. You get that nice hot size and then you get that middle and
0: you're like, mm. yeah. <laughs> or even worse is like a, a hot pocket or a frozen burrito oh. where the outside is the temperature of the sun and then the middle is, is a cube of ice.
1: Yeah, that's you why can... I quit doing the hot pockets because it was like that all the time. It didn't matter if you put in their little sleeve that it comes with, but it's like it'd be so gaping hot for the first few bites, like scorching. And you'd follow the time correctly, but it the minute you get to the middle it's just it's ice cold. Right. Know? It's <laughs> like how how? Like if I put it in any longer it starts oozing out the sides.
0: Yeah, they, they need to figure that out. Uh, I just had a breakfast sandwich the other day where, you know, you have to cook it on 30% for 90 seconds, then flip it over, and then cook it at 100% for 65 seconds. And actually, that gets it to cook nice and evenly. But uh, it's a lot of work to do for a microwave meal.
1: Yeah, you typically just throw it in, set a time, you're good. You're like, mm, yum. <laughs> well,
0: let's move on with uh, more hidden features of everyday items. Here's one, Tony, for you to keep in mind when using your makeup. Because you know that's that's what Thank you do. You.
1: Well, yeah, I got to put on these beautiful uh, beaming eyes every morning. I wish I had googly eyes; <laughs> I could just throw on.
0: There you go. On the back of your makeup products, you can often find numbers like 6M, 12M, or 24M. They represent the life of the product on your shelf after opening. So in the above example, it shows a picture. You have a 12M to use this face cream before you should think about throwing it out and replacing it. So uh, instead of an expiration date, uh, basically lets you know from the time you pop that top, this is how much time you have to use it. Had no idea.
1: No, that's good. You definitely want to know because some stuff doesn't last forever, even if you don't use it that much. Do you know lotion expires?
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, I found that out when we had to get rid of a whole pallet of Avino vino at the business center. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was like a year expired. Weird. Wow. You never knew lotion expired.
0: Well, folks, we are talking hidden features of everyday items. We still have about four minutes left, and there's plenty of time for you guys to chime in on our Facebook page with your hidden feature of an every everyday item. Now, Tony, uh, typically in our break between uh, the first hour and the second hour, um, when it's warmer outside, you make smoothies. How do you clean your blender?
1: Um, usually, well, since mine's got a little clean feature, you put just a little soap in there, hot water, and then run the cycle for 15 seconds, kind of switches around, empty, dry it out, done.
0: So uh, that's very along the lines of what this person's recommending says after you've made your smoothie, you have to wash that blender. It can be difficult, and no matter how hard you try, the smell of the ingredients can stay for a long time. But there is a very simple way to get your blender perfectly clean. After making your smoothie, just pour some water in it, add a splash of dishwashing liquid, blend it, and it will wash itself. All you need to do now is just rinse it off.
1: Yep. I've used that tactic for a long time, and it does work. It gets it gets all the grimies out. It's, it's good stuff
0: it definitely is uh let's keep moving on with hidden features of everyday items uh tony you know milk cartons used to be you had to like peel it back and then hope that it didn't break when you were you know pulling the 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 little triangle portion back
1: yes oh man yeah because if you screwed that back part up man
0: you were screwed exactly luckily they've made things easier now you can get milk cartons that have the little plastic caps on the top of them um but if you pour milk from the other side of the carton, there's less milk sloshing around and it's easier to hold steady. May seem weird, but give it a try and see how it works. So, you know, those square milk containers where the nozzle is on one side instead of holding the nozzle closest to the glass, have the nozzle on the top and pour it that way makes for a much easier and less messy pouring experience.
1: Oh, well, good to know if that ever happens. Cuz that is frustrating if you get that the when you go to pop it it just won't open and it's just like oh come on
0: <laughs> now tony how do you know if you're using enough toothpaste on your toothbrush
1: mm, i know you, like people overdo it myself included because it's just you just put a little it's a little dab of it that's all you really need you don't need much but some people just put globs and i'm usually one of those that puts a huge ample-sized glob on there. It's how <laughs> a sexy white, though. But yeah, you really only need a
0: dabble, right? Exactly. So toothpaste yeah. ads usually show a gorgeous dollop of toothpaste that runs along the entire length of the brush. But the truth is that you only need a pea-sized amount to get your teeth clean. The ads feature larger amounts for the sake of the aesthetics and to encourage you to use up more product. And then some toothbrushes where they've got the multicolored uh, bristles Uh, There is the front portion of the bristles where uh, that's actually designed to be where you put the toothpaste on. And that shows you how much to use. So, uh, again, a useful hidden feature of an everyday item.
1: I didn't know that about the toothbrush. I knew that about the toothpaste, though. So that's good.
0: And then uh, finally, in hidden features of everyday items, did you know that uh, shopping carts have a handy way of holding your uh, plastic bags, Tony?
1: Mm, yes because i see i see it at work
0: (laughs) so there are loops on the shopping carts that can be used to hold your grocery bags keep them upright if they have fragile items or store extra if you've got a lot of groceries if you look along the side of a grocery cart you know you've got the the grid of bars and there's often these little loops that are in there that's what those are designed to do so uh, now you know and you are welcome. Yeah, That is good. <laughs> no one is half to battle. Exactly. Well, folks, that does it for the interactive portion of our show. Hidden features of everyday items. When we come back, we've got a segment called Picky Picky. Don't go anywhere. Picky Picky. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at PhoenixMedia.us or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, February 4th. Now we're talking about. It. Uh, Wow. We talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix line, our 24 hour day, seven day a week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our topics of the day. We just finished up hidden features of everyday items. But tomorrow, as we're getting ready for the big game, the Super Bowl, we're going to be talking the best Super Bowl commercials of all time. fun one I love Super Bowl commercials who doesn't and uh, we want to hear from you on what you thought was either the most heartwarming or hilarious Super Bowl commercial there are so many to choose from now in order to do so you got to give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855 Phoenix radio that's 855 F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired all we ask is that you keep it entertaining we'll compile those together put them out in a future show Now, in this segment, which I've titled Picky Picky, we used to do a weekly segment called Put It In Your Mouth Mondays, where I would ask Tony, our other co-host at the time, Ryan, about some strange foods from around the world and ask him, well, if they put it in their mouth. We ended up not doing that one every week because, uh, well, Tony is infamously uh, picky, unadventurous when it comes to food, and admittedly, I am as well. And so in this segment, wanted to run down some uh, relatable things that uh, picky eaters find, including yourself, Tony. So feel free to chime in uh, if you can relate. For instance, this first one is a little cartoon. Shows a person uh, talking to somebody else and another sad, sad face. First person says, I'm going to get mushrooms on it. The other person says, I hate mushrooms. To which the original says, well, just pick them off. And that goes to the next pain The taste lingers. I'm the same way. I hate mushrooms on pizza. For me, it's not taste because they don't really have a a specific taste. For me, it's more the texture. They're foamy. It's weird. Uh, I've got texture issues when it comes to food.
1: Yeah. I like mushrooms, but not on my pizza. They're something I like standalone, preferably sauteed with some steak. It's about the only time I really enjoy a mushroom is, is with my steak.
0: Hey, that's, that's more than I'll do for mushrooms. I, oof, I, I can't do it. Cannot yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind those things. They're all right. Let's move on with Picky Picky. Inconceivable! This Picky. one from the Twitter user the Cat Whisperer. I can relate Ooh. to this one. My toddler is pretty particular about the brand of chicken nuggets I offer her for somebody who just ate a crayon. Yeah, it's, if it doesn't look right or if it's not the right brand, my son, uh, Reese, he doesn't like macaroni and cheese that's too cheesy. He loves the Kraft macaroni and cheese, but God forbid I get Stouffer's or something, you know, from a store and you it's too Annie's,
1: cheesy. Yeah, he's Bunny bunny ones from Costco.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's uh, kids are that way and it's it's weird.
1: Do you can't even smuggle like a generic box? He'll know. Like if you get him great value or
0: if it's a close approximation to the craft one, we can usually sneak by him, but if it's something yeah. completely different, even if it's the craft shells and cheese, forget about it.
1: Yeah, and it's so crazy cuz that stuff's pretty inexpensive. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, you're not saving a whole lot going generic from craft, but the it's the one craft product I actually don't mind is craft macaroni and cheese. Like I always I, I'm harsh on Kraft because I don't like their single cheese.
0: No, their singles are gross. Uh, the powdered one is actually pretty good. I don't like their um, instant mac and cheese. The ones that come in the little bowls and you nuke in the no, microwave. I don't like those either. Those are weird and slimy. And the yeah, yeah
1: yeah. I bought them from work and I think I still have like four or five sitting oh, in there. No. <laughs> they're like a year old. Yeah, it's not. They're that's not that good.
0: Yeah. Well, let's move on with picky picky. Inconceivable. We talked about picky kids, now we're talking about picky dogs. Three pictures here, picture of the dog looking up at the owner, a full bowl of food, and it's a kibble food that has different sh- colors and shapes, and of course, the picture of the bowl after the dog finished eating, where uh, there's only one single style of shape that is still left in the bowl, and it's captioned with, I thought I was clear, I do not like the brown triangles. Yeah, you know, even dogs can be picky, and they can eat around and pick oh, yeah. out the ones that uh, they don't want, which is really weird considering uh, most of the time they're not even seeing what they're eating.
1: Right, or most of the time that some, most dogs eat their own poop, uh, It's is
0: kind of weird. I don't know about most dogs, but some dogs do.
1: Mm, some dogs do.
0: <laughs> Our dog Marley— the
1: gross thing— did Marley do that?
0: Well, Marley, you know, she she loved her food, but we would try and sneak her pills in there. You know, she was older, uh, you know, at the end of her life, and we had to give her pills on a regular basis, and so we would try sneaking it in there, and she would eat around everything, and the last thing that would be left in the bowl is that uneaten pill.
1: Yep. that's uh, Shadow was that way, too, man. You had to smuggle stuff, but he'd know. He'd start it, and then he'd spit it out walk away and just look at you like... <laughs>
0: I'd rather be in pain Let's keep moving on with Picky Picky Inconceivable. This from uh, Something titled Picky Eater Rule number two and I can definitely Appreciate this If the texture is wrong the food is inedible And possibly poison Like I mentioned I'm a texture person I don't like gelatinish Type textures mixed with Crunchy textures uh, I don't like um, the texture of like tofu and mushrooms, which have sort of that styrofoamy uh, give to them, uh, texture is just a weird thing for me.
1: Yeah, if the texture can be a really weird thing, so <laughs> I get
0: you. Here's another one from picky eater rule. This time, number three. Something I heard my kids say many times. I haven't tried it, but I don't like it. Sometimes for me, if it doesn't look appetizing, if it doesn't smell appetizing, I'm not even going to bother trying it. Uh, I learned that from when I was in the car business. We had a number of um, Iranian uh, guys in the office who would bring in their ethnic food, and it just had that pungent smell that uh, just, oh, it it would turn your stomach. They swore that it was delicious, but I, I couldn't even get as far as tasting it.
1: No. Every time you say pungent and stuff, it reminds me of the Windjammer on that cruise from 2016. It's like the chef, uh, he soaked everything in curry. So your burgers had a curry flavor. The French fry, everything had a weird curry flavor, too. Yeah, strange.
0: Yeah, yeah. Curry has its oh, place. Oh, the Windjammer.
1: But... I know Mike and Lacey are laughing. Right. We all had many, many a times at the
0: Windjammer. And I don't know about you, Tony, but I also have a weird thing about... Food colors I don't like foods that are purple or blue don't know why
1: hmm. um I don't know if I have food colors I might be a little leery on trying stuff like the black burger from uh or you know with the purple bun or the black bun from burger For, King. right right that. no but then it's Burger King and I'm not likely to go there anyways <laughs> I don't even with you. your Super Mario toys no thank you I still won't be going
0: <laughs> well let's keep rolling on with picky picky. Unconceivable! Here uh, is a picture of uh, from the movie *Airplane*, where uh, Stryker is in the cockpit. You know, and he's just sweating profusely. And it's captioned, "When you're a picky eater and you go to your friend's house and their mom tells you she made food for you, I don't know if you relate to that one, Tony, but uh, you would go to somebody's house and if you didn't like the food, were you the type of person who would just..." force it down or would you politely say oh i'm not hungry or uh um i i don't care for this
1: um i you know if you're if you're a guest in someone's house you you try your best i mean you don't want to be rude so but it's tough because you should have you shouldn't feel obligated i mean it's nice that they made you food but uh, i'm typically the one that's nice and just kind of go with it uh ex-girlfriend i had when uh we were at my aunt's house my aunt made this awesome uh chicken parmigiana uh, meal it was was excellent but the problem was was she was going meatless that year you know like uh, she wasn't gonna eat the meat now the meat was already there it was provided so she ate her first piece of meat in front of me she ate it and then she bitched about it later. I was like, oh, I just didn't want to be rude, but now I ruined my streak. And it's like, you, you didn't have to eat it. So you
0: know? needless to say, she wasn't eating the meat later either. No, no. no. <laughs> I see what you did there, sir. I see what you did. Yeah. Let's keep moving on with picky picky. Inconceivable. This from Twitter user Dave Strogan says, when you're a picky eater, And you go to a restaurant and start reading the menu. Of course, there's a picture of Ron Burgundy captioned, I immediately regret this decision. Yeah, there's some restaurants that uh, you you can't find anything that's good, especially if it's, uh, you know, uh, we've got one out here called Grateful Gardens, which uh, is pretty much a vegan place. Not my idea of fun.
1: No, no, not a lot of fun. I'm. I'm I'm down with eating like healthy and stuff like that but uh, just let me do it at my own pace, you know.
0: <laughs> All right, let's keep moving on, picky picky. Inconceivable. This from Lucy Park says, "6-year-old, I used to be a picky eater, but I'm not anymore." Me. Yay, the world is your oyster. 6-year-old, "No, I I don't like oysters." <laughs> So they're they're not that picky anymore, but uh, oysters taste like snot. Again, it's a a, a texture thing. The
1: texture, yeah. Like, oysters are not bad. Um, I did do oysters uh, with the same axe. Like, she tried to get me to try different foods, and I did try it, and it was good, but it is slimy. You have to do it quick because it does feel like a loogie. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. No
0: thanks. A lot of hot sauce just to power that thing down.
1: Yeah, well, believe me, it took a lot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then finally in picky picky inconceivable this from uh, jonathan chapman says kebab shop lady knows me well it's a picture of a, a sandwich in a paper bag where they normally write the name of the customer on there but instead of the customer's customer's name it simply says fussy
1: <laughs> Ooh,
0: uh, roger roger the- <laughs> And those are the people who, uh, you know, they don't want anything on their sandwich besides bread, meat, and cheese. Again.
1: Hey, I'm I'm usually that kind of guy. Just ketchup cheese only, you know? Exactly. I can relate. Add some bacon if you want.
0: Well, folks, that does it for Picky Picky. We are headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for this day in history. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at PhoenixMedia.us or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we're at the end of another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, February 4th. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes. It's short and sweet. While you're there... Short be- and sweet. Thanks, Trebek. There you go. Um, and that may, name might come up here in just a... Uh, Couple minutes, but uh, I digress. Mm. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way, you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, which is why in the last segment of each show, we drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully, make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history. The globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the the Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, let's kick off with the year 211, and really I'm only reading this because these guys have some badass names. 211, 2, 11, two, two 11. <laughs> This day in 211, Roman Emperor Septimius Severus dies, leaving the Roman Empire in the hands of his two quarrelsome sons, Caracalla and Geta. But Septimius Severus is just a badass name. Septimius Severus, the Roman
1: Empire of 211.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna start calling you Tonius Sanfilippous.
1: There you go. That's two s's
0: and two p's. Pp. <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1600, astronomers Tycho Brahe and Johannes Kepler meet for the first time near Prague. Um... I know they did some big things dealing with stars, moons, and things along those lines, but unfortunately, these don't give us the full story, but uh, big names in astronomy.
1: They looked at each other, and they're like, oh, we related because your mustache is like pachow, and my mustache is like pachow. Can we be (laughs)
0: friends? (laughs) They had some pretty pachow mustaches, that's for sure.
1: They did have pachow mustaches. Pachow is like like big old triangles that just come off your face, just... (laughs)
0: <laughs> let's move on this day in 1794 french national convention proclaims abolition of slavery god that was Whoa. probably what
1: happened to george's danton
0: i know that was 50 to 60 years before we did here in the u.s but uh this is an interesting looking dude uh
1: He's a chick magnet
0: oh for sure
1: <laughs> it looks like louis anderson <laughs> uh, let's George keep George Washington saying
0: Let's keep moving on This day in 1859 One of the oldest known copies of the Bible The Codex Sinaiticus The Sinai Bible as it's known Is seen in Sinai Bible all the time By Constantin von Tischendorf Who takes the manuscript home with him uh, Hopefully he didn't keep it too long And uh, I don't even know that version of the Bible most of us hear about, you know, the King James Bible, for instance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, could you even read that? That's just letters.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I believe it's in Latin. So, uh, yeah. no, the answer is no, I cannot yeah. read that.
1: No, I can't read it either.
0: <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1865, Robert E. Lee is named General-in-Chief of the Confederate Forces, inspiring a badass car from the Dukes of Hazard.
1: I was going to say, that's where the General Lee comes from, huh?
0: Exactly. Awesome. This day in 1866, Mary Baker Eddy reportedly cures her injuries just by opening a Bible. I I smell it.
1: It had to be the 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 Codex uh, Sinai Bible, right? Right.
0: Yeah, I I smell a little BS on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm injured. Just kidding. This the blood from my finger will stop. I just oh look it it just stopped.
0: It's not bleeding. This day in in 1880, Black Donnelly Massacre in Biddop, Ontario. Irish immigrants James, Johanna, John Thomas, and Bridget Donnelly are murdered at home by members of the Vigilance Committee. Fatality. We are the Vigilance Committee. You
1: will fall at the wrath. Now, I can't tell in that picture, is that's his collar of his coat, right? Because I was like, that's a pretty long mutton chop to go down that far.
0: Yeah, it's a black and white photo. It's the collar of his coat that mixes in with it the mutton blends chop. With his
1: mut- yeah, big mutton chops. They're like, <laughs> Uh
0: Something I think we need to bring back in these days. Day yeah,
1: especially that dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, let's move ahead. We're going to skip through World War II era, just because it's usually depressing, all the way up to yeah. 1952, the first African-American executive of a major TV station, Jackie Robinson for WNBC New York. I didn't realize he was a TV executive as well.
1: I didn't either, especially at WNBC. For reals, a WNBC story.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's awesome. Did not know that.
0: Yeah, ja- Jackie Robinson broke a lot of barriers in his time.
1: Yeah, what's cool is uh, on the, uh, we talked about the video game, the show the other day. Um, There's the, for the deluxe steel case edition, which comes with a bunch of extras. Jackie Robinson is the cover player for that. No kidding. Special edition. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I thought so too, because I bought one with Ken Griffey a couple years ago and I thought that was cool. But Jackie Robinson, very cool.
0: Speaking of sports stars lending their names to video games this day in nineteen. 69 nice john madden is named head coach of the nfl's oakland raiders now the las uh, vegas raiders i was just gonna say <laughs> the nevada raiders but uh they're las vegas they they forgot they about vegas. us they, here I'd in the be north cooler.
1: it'd be a lot cooler if they were nevada but uh let's be real when people outside of nevada when you say nevada it's always like oh cool you so you're by vegas are oh, you live in vegas
0: nope not so much. No.
1: It's, a big state. it's a big empty state. It's, it's down south.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot between Reno and Vegas, but uh, it is about an eight to nine hour drive for sure.
1: Yeah, it's a trek. You know, I think it's a, about a similar drive to, from where I live to Vegas as it is to you in Vegas and you're in the same state.
0: Yep, yep, pretty close. Uh, let's move on. This day in 1970, Patton, directed by Franklin J. Schaffner and starring George C. Scott, premieres in New York. Won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1971, a great historical picture, and George C. Scott's um, portrayal of George S. Patton is fantastic.
1: I don't recall the last time I think I saw Patton was history class, so it's been a long it's time. It's been since a while. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: This day in 1972, Senator Strom Thurmond suggests John Lennon be deported. <laughs> Um, Obviously, we know that John Lennon made his way back to the U.S. where he was murdered in New York in 1980. But, yeah, apparently they didn't take too kind to those uh, hippie Brits.
1: Yeah, maybe they should have deported him. He would have not been with Yoko Ono. He might have still been alive. Uh,
0: I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, weird
0: let's move on this day in 1991 baseball's hall of fame board of directors votes 12 to zero to bar pete rose due to his betting on games while a player and manager um you know as tony talked about i want to say it was last week or two weeks ago nobody was inducted into the hall of fame this year baseball's got it a little backwards and really i think pete rose should be considered for what he brought to the game despite what he did off the field
1: that's the thing. I, my whole thought is if you as a Major League Baseball are going to withhold the records from Pete Rose, Barry Bonds, Curt Schilling, Sammy Roger Sosa. Clemens, you're going to hold these records. These guys deserve the, at least the recognition for it, whether you put an asterisk or you don't. Yeah. Um, I don't feel it's uh, fair to ban them from that. Then don't honor the records. Like It's pretty clean and simple. I mean, it just it's kind of a joke exactly mlb lately has been really pissing me off
0: (laughs) i can tell well let's move on this day in 1991 soundbite you played earlier alex trebek becomes the first person to host three american game shows at the same time jeopardy classic concentration and to tell the truth
1: yes (laughs) that's the only actual one i have up right now but
0: yes hey close enough close enough And then this day in 1998, Bill Gates gets a pie thrown in his face in Brussels, Belgium. Again, this is one of those where I want to know more. Was it a staged thing? Was it something somebody did to attack him? I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. And then... uh,
1: You're like someone, you're going to create the coronavirus. No.
0: And that finally, this day in history, this day in 2004, Mark Zuckerberg launches Facebook from his Harvard dormitory room, which obviously many of you are watching us on right now and has been the topic of much debate in recent history, uh, just due to censorship or, uh, you know, are they a media provider or are they an aggregate? Um, so many questions, but uh, unfortunately, we got to abide by those rules.
1: Yeah, Absolutely friday chimed in now real quick with the baseball i know we got history because we got like a minute hurry hurry but they uh the steroids thing like those were not banned substances that some of them took like mark mcguire they were allowed at the time so uh, i right. just throwing that out there but anyways all right it's time for
0: holiday it is let's roll into the holidays holiday. where we talk about the things going on To celebrate today, for instance, today is Liberace Day, Tony's favorite musician. It is National Creative Vacuum Day. Okay. It is National Hemp Day, which I know a lot of people are going to partake in. It is National Homemade Soup Day. Ooh, That sounds delicious. National Quacker Day. National Sweater Day at least in Canada, National Stuffed Mushroom Day, already mentioned. Your gross. favorite. Wow. It is National Think a Mailman Day. It is USO Day. Thank you. It is Rosa Parks Day. It is Torture Abolition Day. That should be every day. And it is World Cancer Day. Well, folks, that does it for today's show. When we come back tomorrow, it is Friday. It is the end of the week, and we take you into the weekend on an up note with good news, everyone. Enjoy your Thursday. We will see you guys tomorrow. Peace!